Good morning. It's Friday, November the 13th, so if you're superstitious, be careful today. And I'm Maya Wimala here in Crystal Lake. It's cold today. I think it's probably in the 30s this morning. It'll warm up a little bit, but it's very sunny and clear and beautiful. So I feel grateful for that. So today I wanted to uh, revisit something we haven't read in quite some time. And, you know, I've been using the um, canticle of St. Francis talking about Brother Sun and Sister Moon, but I wanted to go back to the, the original uh, prayer that we talked about because it's so much like the Shantideva uh, verses that we use. May I become at all times, both now and forever, a protector for the unprotected. Um, and we were using that, and the prayer of St. Francis is so similar. And I wanted to go back to that because this is a very important time for us in this country. We have so much division to heal and so much... Um, so much reconciliation to deal with and uh, beginning to listen to each other and beginning to be able to heal wounds. They're based on the political situation and also people's differing views over the pandemic and how to best take care of it. And and right now is a, is a very difficult time in the pandemic um, rise and fall and rise again. And it seems like I think we're so worn out and tired of it, being an impatient kind of people, that uh, people, we don't want to, we don't want to, to listen or pay attention or hear or change any of our habits. And uh, it's time for us to also be able to listen to to people who are trying to guide us in the right direction scientifically and medically to keep us safe. And uh, I'm sure if you're like me, more and more I'm hearing of people I know personally who are dealing with COVID-19. And, you know, with my and having uh, worries about our family members, which I'm sure all of you are experiencing. So, it's a time for us to really, really work with opening our hearts and opening our minds. So we know they go together when we talk about citta in the uh, Buddhist, in the Pali language, we're talking about the heart and the mind. The same word refers to both. And so when we talk about compassion, we're opening our heart, our heart-mind, and we need to use our brain as well as our emotional, uh, just the emotional con uh, component. So let's read the prayer of St. Francis together just to start today. And you can, if you want to, even think about people you know. I have some, uh, I have a few people that I'm holding in my mind as we read this because uh, they have they have things going on in their lives and they've asked for some support. And so 
that's there in my mind right now as we read this beautiful prayer. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me so love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. So we can use this prayer right along with our Shantideva, who was an 8th century Buddhist monk, with his with his words the, from the, the uh, teaching of a bodhisattva, uh, they say the same thing. So what we need to be doing is really paying attention to these words. And maybe every day include them in your meditation. You can begin or you can end. Or when you're walking, maybe take a few lines and just memorize them and keep repeating them that can be even a mantra for you. Um, let it be something that just is going around and around in your head and think of it. It might just be two words. Find the two lines that you really, that really um, get your attention and that you feel an urgency for and just let them, let them resonate and roll around in your head and really think about that. And then the next step is to see how we apply it in our own lives. And I don't think any of us are, are uh, beyond paying attention to these simple words because they're profound. And I think all of us have, uh, we probably have a lot of preferences and views that are getting in our way. And I, of all people, know that that's a very easy thing to have happen. And if we think we're being, if we think our views are more scientific and more, more true and more right and more compassionate, even those those kind of views will get in our way. We people people won't listen, even if we have something very accurate and uh, even if we speak loudly. If we're not speaking from the heart and with compassion, then. There, there won't be anyone listening to us except people who feel exactly the same way that we do. And they don't need to listen to us because they feel exactly the same way we do. So let your life be an example so people just uh, will look at you and, and feel like you, you have something to offer them. And it might just be advice. It might be... Um, just being there for them because there are for a lot of people the decisions that we make for a lot of us the decisions we make and this is human nature they're influenced by the people that we're around and so if we need to if if we um, are watching the same things reading the same news listening to the same people 
it can be very hard to step outside of those those boundaries. And um, we're certainly not going to step outside of those boundaries for someone to be to attack us or to criticize us. Uh, we'll go back into our what we call the comfort zone. And reading Pema Chodron's book, Welcoming the Unwelcome, we've we've been dis- we discussed uh, a lot this past week about the learning model where our comfort zone is the easiest place to stay. But when we want to learn and to grow, we have to get outside that comfort zone. But we need, you know, we're very vulnerable at that point because if if it's much easier and feels safer to stay in that comfort zone, we will we'll make a decision not to move beyond it. And so someone has to feel that they're not uh, risking their lives, you know, going outside of their comfort zone. It can't, they can't feel like they're being pushed from their comfort zone into excessive terror and excessive uh, uh, dangerous activities. And sometimes getting away from what, we've, what we're around all the time can feel very dangerous. You can feel like the loss of our loved ones or the loss of people that we uh, want, the, want respect from. So we need to be aware of that. We have to approach people at the right time. And the Buddha talked about this when he talked about the right, what right speech consists of. It has to be the right time. It has to be the right place. It has to be uh, necessary and kind and true. But we don't we don't push people out of the area where they feel safe. Like pushing a baby bird out of the nest before it's ready to take off and fly. As mama birds, if we watch nature, we see there's a lot of wisdom in the way they are uh, genetically working through some of these issues. So stay close to nature and kind of see the way it works and uh, and be kind be let your hearts be feel be be just filled with uh, compassion but that compassion always needs to be tempered with wisdom and uh, sometimes that's hard we may get over we can get overcome by a feeling of compassion and um, go on the attack, and then it's no longer compassion, right? So let's spend uh, the last of our time uh, practicing together. We're coming into another weekend, and I know in Illinois we're having more and more cases and more and more event spreaders happening and a lot of resistance to backing down from the freedoms that we've, the doors we've opened up. A lot of resistance and going back to a more shut-down environment. And I understand exactly why people feel that way. But we have to remember that taking care of our, our neighbors, our families, our loved ones, ourselves, that has to be a priority. Uh, What good does a booming economy do if there's no one, no one to enjoy it? And if we're all suffering So um, use your good mind 
use your use caution. Remember the main thing is take care of yourselves and take care of others at the same time. And uh, find joy, find compassion, and definitely let these words of St. Francis just resonate. Um, we have to try different ways. So if you've been angry, let's let the anger go and find, uh, find, find compassion and just let go of the anger. See, see how, I mean, it's not easy to do, but let that be what you can work with in your practice. So let's sit. We have some time. Relax your body. If you're feeling tension in your body, you might just want to sit and do a body scan, but I'll, I'll focus on metta and compassion. But if it works better for you to just stay with the breathing and move down your body, you might want to center yourself that way and ground yourself because our bodies are taking a, a beating just because the stress levels are uh, all over the place. Let yourself be calm. And do that by focusing on your breath and allowing yourself just to observe your body breathing. Let your body be in a posture that will be the best posture for your body to take in more air with each breath, just naturally, because you're creating more space in your lungs. And we do that by having a, a lifted spine. Even if you're on the floor, you know how you can Wiggle yourself out so your spine feels more elongated. And observe your body calming down and getting the breath it needs, each inhale, each, in, each exhale. Let the body be in control here. Allow it to calm you. If you're dealing with some anxiety at the moment, you might want to take a few deep breaths in and out to just help you feel more in your body more present in the moment. 
But then go back to letting your body do the breathing. And you can just put your awareness, your focus on that. Be aware of each inhale and then again each exhale. May I be filled with well-being and may I feel safe in this world. May I be content. May I dwell in peace. May my loved ones be filled with well-being. May they feel safe in this world. And may they be content and may they be dwelling in peace. We begin moving out of our comfort zone as we extend our practice of metta, of goodwill, kindness, friendliness, as we extend it out beyond our loved ones. We're gradually moving out of our comfort zone, but hopefully it's still in that area where we can learn When you hit a point where it becomes scary instead of something you can do, then go back. Go back to your loved ones or go back to yourself. If we move into fear, then we need to come back. It's not retreating. It's just we're working on a gradual path. We don't have to push ourselves further than we're able to go. When we're ready, we'll go there. So if you can move a little further out beyond your comfort zone, think of all of the neutral people, all of the strangers, essentially, in your world. People you see but don't really know at all, so you don't have an impression of them other than how they look, or maybe that they shop at the same grocery store you go to. Strangers are homeless people we may see. We may see them every day, or we may only think of them when we're donating something or working on a project with others to help help provide needs for them. Maybe in your neighborhood you see people who are homeless every day. 
there are strangers. There actually are neutral people. If we don't already have a mindset towards them. So may all the people who are my neutral people, the strangers, but still in my life, in the area of my life. May all of these people, may I see them and let them come into my perception as human beings, just like me, just like my loved ones. May all of these strangers be well. May they feel safe in this world. May they be content, and may they dwell in peace. May they be free from fear and worry and anxiety. Now just focus on these people for a few minutes. Let them be real, as real as your loved ones, as real as the people living with you in your house, in your space. Send them them the same goodwill, the same friendliness that you're able to send your loved ones. And now allow yourself to just continue radiating out this quality of goodwill out into that boundless space, out around our, around our world, around our Earth, and then out into the solar system, our universe. Metta is one of these boundless qualities that we radiate. We don't confine it. We don't put limits on it. Its nature is is boundless. So for most of us, that can become fearful. It can be, be beyond our comfort zone, maybe a little bit beyond our area for learning. But when we practice metta, this is where this leads. Extending out to all living beings, human and non-human, all creatures, all beings invisible to us and the beings that we could see, all beings being born and all beings dying and who have recently died. 
May all living beings, human and non-human, be free from suffering and the causes of suffering. Be free from fear and worry and anxiety. Free from hunger and thirst and the extremes of the weather. May all beings be able to care for themselves and their loved ones. And may those who are unable to care for themselves be cared for lovingly by others. And may all living beings dwell in peace. And may everything we do today be done for the benefit of all living beings. So today, be a bodhisattva, take care of yourself and take care of others. I'll see you Sunday morning. Thank you so much.